It's your boy Fred Blumenberg and welcome to The Real Deal Unchained. Baby, you know if it's The Real Deal Unchained. It is Friday, dropping every single Friday. I'm coming at you. We gonna get you going through the weekend. Get your weekend started off right, baby. I'm on fire today. I'm feeling good. It's a beautiful day. I hope I'm bringing this good energy to you. Today is episode 32, Learn to Take the Heat. This is a good episode because when you become an entrepreneur and you are making your growth and you are making waves, you are becoming successful, and then you bounce up to that new level where you're becoming super successful, you are always going to take some heat somewhere. Are you willing to take that heat? It's going to get hot. Are you willing to be comfortable when it's hot? Are you willing to be real comfortable when it's real hot? This is the thing. This episode is all about taking the heat and being able to just keep on going. You cool as the other side of the pillow. You actually like the heat that comes your way. You you revel in it, man. You cherish that pressure. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Remember, The Real Deal Unchained is an in-depth analysis of The Real Deal videos that I post to YouTube, okay? The YouTube videos, they're the one-minute rant, man. I'm a coach. I'm going to call the timeout and bring it to the sideline, okay? And I'm going to rant at you. And some of that rant is going to be some cursing. So I only got a minute for you, man. We're going to talk for a minute and I'm going to send you back out into the life of entrepreneurialism. All right. And then out there, you're going to learn some things and now you go, I'm going to have to bring you back. Now, the real deal unchained. This is where I get a chance to take you back into the coach's quarters, man. We close the door and we get a chance to break down why the hell I was yelling at you. <laughs> All right. My first time listeners, thank you for joining me. I don't know how you found me, but thank you for joining me. Please like, favorite, share and subscribe to this podcast, man. Leave a review at the end. I always love the reviews that I get from all of my people and my returning listeners. Guys, thank you for joining me. Let's get into it, man. Learn to take the heat. We're going to break this down into a three-part segment like we always do. We're going to talk about number one. Stop looking to be liked. Looking to be liked, that's the, that's the number one thing that just kills every, uh, social media. People just look for likes because it just feeds their ego. So number one, stop looking to be liked. Number two, be open to taking constructive criticism. This is so hard for so many people because people, you know what? I love my sister, but she can't take constructive criticism for nothing. I used to be like that. I'm, before I even talk about my sister, I used to be like that. Like I used to be the guy that could not take any constructive criticism. I would defend everything. You know why? Because I felt like I needed to be right. That was my issue. I felt like I needed to be right about everything. And if I was wrong, I was going to figure out how to make this argument make me right because that's what it was all about was me being right. It was a pride thing, man. I had a problem with pride. And unfortunately, that is what made that was my downfall with the pride before the fall. Right. So be open to taking constructive criticism. And then last but not least, be painfully accountable. Yes, painfully accountable. And the reason why I say painfully is because this shit's going to hurt. <laughs> Being accountable hurts because you have to turn that that bright, white, hot spotlight that you put on everybody else, right? The people are so, they can easily, easily poke fun at somebody else or talk about somebody else's shortcomings and talk about what they suck at or what they should have, would have, could have done, right? Uh, my best example of this is the Monday morning quarterbacks. Everybody can talk about what Tom Brady should have did and everything, but ain't none of them on the field with, uh, you know, 260 pound linemen looking, running four or five forties, looking to crush them. And they got to make a three second decision on a pass. Ain't nobody doing that. Right. So it's easy for me to say, looking at a TV, what he should have, would have, could have done, but you put me on a field. That's a whole different story. So be painfully accountable. Now you got to turn that spotlight on yourself, that, that big judgment that you were using for everybody else. Now you got to turn that on you. And now you have to start uh, focusing on what are you doing wrong and what do you need to change in your own life? Okay, so let's get to it, man. Let's talk about topic number one. Stop looking to be liked. Stop looking to be liked. Okay, now this is this is going to hurt a little bit because a lot of we all want to be liked, man. I want to be liked. 
Like, we all want to feel like people like us. And when somebody doesn't like us, what do we do? It's like a natural reaction to to want to change their mind about us, right? This is something that my son is dealing with in school right now. He's in fourth grade. um, And oftentimes, I have um, um, issues with him because he's constantly looking to be liked. You know, he's doing... Um, uh, things in school uh, to, to get reactions, you know, he's looking to get some sort of reaction from people and, and he will go like overboard just to see what kind of reaction he can get. Right. And I tell him, look, just be you, man. If you just be you and be confident in being you, that's the most powerful tool, especially in grade school and in high school. That's the most powerful tool you can have is just being confident in who you are. I mean, adults have problems with this. Many adults. You know, adults try to act like they don't have an issue with this. But it's funny, man. There's a lot of adults that have problems with just being themselves and being okay with that. If you're quirky, if you're weird, if you're out there, if you're boisterous, if you're an introvert. Like, they they have a hard time just accepting who they are. And what they don't realize is that they develop this as, as kids, as children. And as you get older, if you haven't had somebody like me that's been like, yo, dude, just do you, dude. Like, just do you. Stop caring about what everybody thinks. Like, focus on the people that love you and like you and, and focus on those people only. And don't worry about the haters because the haters going to be everywhere. They even going to be your friends. They're going to be in your family, too. Like, they're going to be everywhere. So don't worry about trying to be liked by everybody. Stop worrying about needing approval, uh, looking for approval. That's another thing, man. Looking for approval from people. Like, stop that. I'll give you guys a, a story. Um, this was... Man, I want to say this was, this was in the very beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. So I started my entrepreneurial journey in October of 2015. And I remember, I want to say this may have been a year later. I want to say maybe it was a year later. Matt Monero, he was giving away 10x growth con tickets. And I remember he was saying, make a video of yourself, post it on um, Facebook, explaining why you think you should get these free tickets. And, and me, I was like, oh, hell yeah, man. Free tickets of the 10X Growth Con. If you guys don't know about the 10X Growth Con, it's put on by Grant Cardone every year. Uh, there will be one next year. I believe it's February 1st through 3rd. And um, it is in Miami Marlins Park. Uh, I mean, I remember the the event when it was just in a big hotel room and that's how big this guy has gotten with this he's looking to fill marlins park and i know he will it's unbelievable event this is his third one that he's putting on grant over delivers and everything that he does anyway the long story short um that's where i that's where i'm gonna be next year for those of you that want to meet up with the real fred lee that's where i will be next year so if you want to meet up with me come to uh, check me out but the point is is that at that time matt was giving out 10x growth con tickets and he said post a video of why you think you deserve to t- get this ticket and i'm gonna hand out the ticket at the end of the day to the winners and one of the videos i posted was about how i, f- I felt like i deserve the ticket because i want to feel like this is uh, um, um you know a ticket to my approval of being an entrepreneur like basically i was telling matt i want you to feel like you approve my decision to be Become an entrepreneur and do this. Now I didn't win the ticket, but I remember looking back at it, thinking to myself, "Why did I need approval? I didn't need approval from him. I didn't need approval from anybody. I needed to prove myself. That's what I needed to do. Like the first thing that an entrepreneur needs to learn. Like when you come into this field, you need to approve the fact that you deserve being over here. But at the same token, you need to work your ass off. But the first thing you need to do is approve the fact that you are an entrepreneur and you are looking to." Um, solve problems and help other people. Like if you're coming over here with the right mindset, you will ultimately go far. But the unfortunate part is, is that a lot of people come with the wrong mindset, that they just want to make money. 
or that it's a side hustle, and then they just start fishing for people to pay them. <laughs> you know, multi-level marketing company. They just start looking for people to pay them instead of actually looking to help people solve their problems or what have you and actually come from that standpoint. And so for me, I just wanted approval that I deserve to have a ticket to go to this growth con because I was a new entrepreneur and I, I wanted to get out there and be amongst you know the other entrepreneurs and network. And not getting that ticket was probably the best thing for me because I didn't need approval from anybody else. I needed to approve myself. I needed to love myself and like myself enough to approve the fact that I got it, man. I just got to continue working for it every single day. And so since I was young and I didn't know, especially in the entrepreneurial game, I didn't know, there were some things that I had to learn. And one of them was to stop waiting for approval. You don't need approval. You don't need to be liked because in this game, you ain't going to be liked. There's a lot, there's an instance where you're going to start out and not a lot of people are going to like you. And it's usually the people that you hang around the most, which is your friends and family. And that's, that's, it's the hardest obstacle to overcome because your friends and family are people that you've hung out for years, man, 10, 20, maybe even 30 years that you've hung out with these people. You've been great friends with them and everybody's been, you know, everybody's been Gucci. We all been cool. And now you want to decide you want to be a multimillionaire. That's way outside of what we are. That's what your friends are saying. And so they sort of look at you. I'll give you an example before I go on that rant. Um, I remember being like young and um, uh, I would be around uh, some friends that wanted to, you know, we all drank, man. We all got down. We all did the damn thing. We all did heavy drinking. And I remember when a friend decided that he needed to stop drinking. Like that was very important for him to stop drinking and for him to just not be in the drinking environment. So oftentimes what happened was we would all get mad. Like, why don't you want to drink, man? You're the life of the party. Like what's going on? Like what, why do you want to do that to yourself, man? What's the deal? And we would get mad at him for wanting to quit drinking, even though quitting drinking was what he needed to do. And so it just meant that he didn't fit in the group. He didn't fit in with us. And it was a conflict. And so we would get upset with him and, you know, he basically stopped hanging out with us and we stopped hanging out with him. And then what it turned into was like a us versus him sort of thing. And then, you know, we would start talking behind his back like, man, he ain't going to quit drinking, man. That's not him. That's, you know, he need to be the life of the party, et cetera, et cetera. And, and really just what happened was it, it became a thing where um, um, it just became toxic for him to be around us. And what we didn't understand is he was bettering his life and we were either with him or, or against him. Like that was, that's it. Like we're either going to support him or we're not going to support him. And ultimately we had to make our choice. Like what you going to be with? You going to be with him? Is, is he still your cool road? Can he still be your cool road dog? Even though he doesn't want to get crunk every other Friday? Like, is he still cool? Or does getting crunk mean more to you than the friendship that you have with him? I stuck with him, man. I'm like, hey, do your thing. We can have fun without drinking, dog. Like, like you my guy. Like, I love you, man. So now our relationship with uh, me and him, 20 years strong, man. So the point is, is that oftentimes your biggest conflict is going to be with your family and friends and wanting people to approve you and like the decisions that you make is going to be your biggest obstacle because you're going to be fighting in your mind of who you are and who you want to become. You got to understand who you are right now and who you want to become as a future entrepreneur. That's a huge bridge that you have to gap. Uh, 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 excuse me, a huge gap that you have to bridge, 
right? You have to build this bridge across this big gap. And in building this bridge, you got friends that are on this side of the bridge saying, yo, but you already here. Like, why you want to go over there, dog? Like, you got to do all this work to build up who you are. Why do that shit when you already on dry land? Like, why why the fuck do you want to build a bridge across all that water when you cool right here? I don't understand that shit. And so you're going to have friends and family that are going to, they got your best interests in terms of they would like your your well-being and your safety and all that to, to be cool. They don't want to see you drown in water, if you will, I'm metaphorically speaking. But at the same time, they really don't have your best interests at heart, man. They don't understand that you got to do what you got to do. And if they understood that, they would just support you regardless. Like they can't, they support what you're doing uh, in terms of who you're who you are right now. As opposed to what you would like to do to better your life. And it's an intricate process, man. Because oftentimes the people that are judging you, they have to look at their own life. And they have to assess why aren't they going for it. Or why don't they have the courage to go for it. Because you got to have courage to do this shit, man. you got to have courage to step out from a job that you're doing well at. And, and come out and be an entrepreneur. And do some shit that has no designated like design path for you to just be successful. Like you gotta, you, you gotta have some mad courage, man. You gotta, you gotta know deep down in your heart that you really, truly want this. And I've had plenty of entrepreneurs in my inbox, you know, yeah, I want to do this and I'll tell I want to do that. And I want to join this MLM and I'll tell them, look, unless you are like serious, I'm talking like five year minimum serious, all in 100%, no matter what, uh, what you do, whatever it takes, zero excuses. Like you are working all 168 hours of your week. Like you're not working all 168 hours, but the point is, is that you're never off. There are no off days. There is no Easter, Christmas. Uh, uh, there's no spring break. Nothing like that. Unless you are willing to be that all in, don't don't get started in this area, man. This is not for you. Like you have to be all in from the time you start. You know that this isn't a I'm gonna take a break when I feel like it, or it's Christmas. I'm gonna just gonna hang out the whole day, or it's Thanksgiving. I need to spend Thanksgiving with my family. Like it's like you're gonna spend Thanksgiving with your family, but then you're gonna get your ass to work when you're done. Because really, technically, you only with them for a couple of hours eating dinner, and then you got the rest of the day. And and people like to you know they like to make excuses because I used to do the same thing. They like to make excuses like. Man, but Thanksgiving, that's all day with my friends and, and I get to, no, no, it ain't all day. Like the activities that you're doing, like watching football and, and, and maybe talking about old stories and cackalacking and having fun. You ain't really doing nothing but doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's bad. What I'm saying is there's plenty of time to do something during that day. Like your whole entire day is not filled up with just a bunch of activities. So I went off on a rant in a diatribe and got off track, but being liked, that's the number one thing that kills a lot of people is being liked and needing approval. It just stops people in their tracks. Stop trying to please everyone and look to please yourself. Understand your friends and their code talk, man. Your friends and family have code talk. Yes, code, okay? They'll say, I'm just looking out for your best interest, or I, I just want you to be safe, or, or, or they'll project some type of fear that they have onto you. That's really what most people do is when they're scared for you, they project a fear onto you. I'll give you an example. When I play football, I play semi-pro football. I play for the Lake County Venom. Lake County Cowboys, they turn into the Lake County Venom. And when I started, when I first started to play for them, I was 30 years old. And that was when I was having my first baby. And my grandfather would come up to me and be like, why do you want to play that? You can get injured and you can get paralyzed. And, da, 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 da. and, and at that point, I remember allowing my mom when I was 14 when I wanted to play football, when I had all this pent up anger and I just wanted to let it out on somebody, I remember allowing her, baby, you're going to get injured. You're going to break your leg or your arm. I don't want you to do it. I don't want you to get injured. I allowed her 
and her fears to be placed on me and for me not to do it. I allowed that. So when I was 30 and my grandfather wanted to, you're going to get hurt. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, man. (laughs) Because I skipped an opportunity to actually do what I knew I could do back in high school. I skipped that because I was scared. And I was scared because I allowed fears to be projected onto me. And I grabbed hold of those fears and I took in those fears. I internalized them. So now at 30 years old, I'm like, fuck that, man. I'm going to do this. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. If I get injured, I get injured. Now, did I get injured? Of course I got injured. I got a couple fractured wrists. Um, My knees got messed up. (laughs) I I got a, 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 I don't know what they call it, um, a bunion, I guess that's what they call it. My toes are all bent up, right? But the experience, man, I'll never forget the experience. I played in a championship game. I played in a couple of playoff games. I played until I was 37, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I played. Now, I didn't play seven straight years. I played about, I want to say it was two or three years in a row. I, I gave it up for a few years because kids were getting to be too much in a cost. And then I came back. And so I want you guys to understand something, man. I went after it. But in going after what I really wanted to do, I didn't have... There was still noise, and the noise came from my own family, too. There was still somebody in my family that still had to be, now, you ain't going to do that. Why are you doing that, dog? You too old. You 37. I remember the last the last time I played, I was 37. How you doing? You you 37, man. Ain't you give up this game yet? That's what he said when I was 37. Ain't you give up this game yet, man? Come on, man. But what my grandfather wanted me to do was be like him, like make the same. And I could have easily made the decisions to make him happy, but then I'm not happy. So at the end of the day, I said, I don't give a fuck what my grandfather thinks. I love him. I love him. I don't care what he thinks. And it, and it continued on beyond that. Because when I made the decision to move out here to Sandpoint, Idaho from Chicago, uh, I needed four grand to pay for my rental truck, man. I really needed money. I mean, because I was paying uh, um, uh, last month's rent at my current place. You know, at the time, which was in Chicago, then I had to pay first last month's rent plus security deposit at my new place. It was like eight thousand dollars I was shelling out and I just needed somebody to cover the truck and I'll get them back when I get to uh, Sandpoint. And he didn't want to give me the money. And I was like, damn, man, like that. And, and he's got plenty of money, guys. Like four grand is nothing but a drop in the bucket for him. And I was like, wow. And basically what it boiled down to is he would never move out of state. He would never move because I had a good job in Chicago. I had, a good, I, had a, I had a job making good money, man. I think it was, um, oh, man, it was 38 a year, 37 or 38 a year. I mean, it was decent. It wasn't all that, but it was decent. I was on my way up. Uh, my wife, she was making great money, 55K plus. I mean, we were doing good, man. We were doing all right. All right. We were turning around the corner. And then to, for us to uproot from there and go to Idaho, and now she's just working a job, and now I'm doing my entrepreneurial thing. That's so out, out of sorts and outside the box and just illogical. It's just why would anybody do that, especially with four kids? So that's the way he thought. And he thought, dude, you're making a big fucking mistake. What are you doing? And so since he wouldn't do something like that, and since he would never put himself in a position like that, he didn't support my decision and he didn't give me the money. He's like, all right, you just going to go out there and fail. I'm going to see you fail because and I'm not going to support you on that. And so he decided not to give me the money. Now, I could have been upset and angry and I was upset and angry. But at the same time, I was like, fuck him. I'm going to do I'm going to make this happen whether it's with him or not. And this is not about proving him wrong. It's just about proving myself right. Proving myself that I can do this, approving what I'm doing. And then just going about my business. And then, again, acquaintance. Yo, I see you. Yo, what's up, Grandpa? I see you. I love you. But I'm not, I'm not being involved with you, dude. Like, we're not cool like that, man. And there's no hatred. There's no hatred. There's no me trying to every day prove him wrong. No, man. I'm too focused. So you'll have code talk. You'll have your own friends and family code talk. 
And this is where you just really need to dive into your friends and family list, like who's with you and who's not. And you need to start seeing that so you can start pushing some people to the acquaintance category. Acquaintance category means, hey, yo, yo, you're over here. You're you're way outside of arm's length. Like, yo, I see you. Hi. And then I'm going to walk on. We're not going to spend too much time with each other. I'm not trying to text you up all hours of the night or we're not trying to ha- hang out at the bar or have these long phone conversations like we used to because you're an acquaintance to me now. You're not. You're not fully supporting me and you don't want to see me grow. You're not giving me any information or anything that's beneficial for me. So I got to push you to the acquaintance category. That means I see you. I'll respect you and say hi or I'll respect you and say I love you. But I'm not trying to you and me ain't hanging like that. That doesn't mean I hate you. It just means right now I'm climbing this mountain and I can't bring you along because you dragged me down. Um, so audit your friends list daily. You will find people along the way that will become good friends of yours. Uh, because you are seeking to become better and along seeking to become better, uh, becoming better, climbing that mountain, you're going to find other people that are climbing that mountain with you. Okay, so another uh, part to this, be open to taking uh, constructive criticism. This was incredibly difficult for me, especially uh, when I was younger. Um, This hasn't been really difficult for me now that I'm on my journey because I I can see things better, much more clearly. But be open-minded I think being open-minded. Now, when I say it was incredibly difficult for me as a teenager, I just thought I knew it all. I tried to be right all the damn time. And in fact, I was destroying my ability to learn anything because I was too busy thinking I knew everything, man. And when you think you know it all, you really know nothing. Because when, if you know everything, then you stop learning. You cease to learn anything new and you become stagnant. And often, ultimately, what ends up happening is that you you think that you you know everything and you and 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 you're on top of everything, and you really don't realize that what you're doing is you start using old knowledge. You start using tactics that were good at some point in your life, but don't work anymore right now, and that can be detrimental to your growth. In fact, we were talking about Grandpa Walter. He's the grandpa that I was telling you about. That's how he is. He thinks he knows everything. Because he's been successful in a previous time and he's he's got a little bit of success, like uh, enough to live a, a comfortable life, like enough to live decent right now without having to worry about money. But at the same token, he's not trying to grow. So when you're not trying to grow, you're just dying like you, you are dying. OK, and mentally, that's where he's at right now. So he still does some things that are way old school way where I'm like, dude, if you just do <laughs> You just do this now, you'd be so much further ahead of the game and you'd you'd cut out a lot of time, you know, but that's what has happened to him. Very closed minded and a closed minded individual will never grow. So you got to be open minded. You also got to sift through. I heard this on a podcast through uh, Andy Frisella. Yaya Bakar, I believe his name is. Yaya, Yaya Bakar. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, But he said something like sift through the dirt, get the gold. Sift through the dirt and get the gold. That means you're going to get a lot of knowledge from a lot of people. You're going to get knowledge from credible people, people that are where you want to be. And you're going to get some knowledge from people that aren't where you want to be. But one thing you got to understand is that you got to learn to sift through all that knowledge and get the golden nuggets. You have to. Okay. Not everything that everybody says is golden. (laughs) Even, Even your influencers, even the guys that are at the top, like not every single word that comes out of their mouth is golden. Like you got to sift through what you need and get the golden nuggets that you need. It's just that simple. You got to get what you need 
um, from what people are saying, you got to I call it sifting through the bullshit, but I like what Yaya said in terms of sift through the dirt, get your gold. You got to sift through that dirt, man. Every single day that you hear every bit of an event, and as a new entrepreneur, what ended up happening was I was just taking in everything I could, I could possibly do, which is good. You want to take in as much advice as you want, but you really need to learn who you are as a person. And that's the reason why I have entrepreneurs take the, um, strengths test and the strengths test can be found at high five test.com. That is high and the number five test.com. And that's where you can take a strengths test and figure out exactly what you are strong in. What, what are your intangibles that help you out the most? It's about a 15 minute test. It goes through a couple of, it goes through a good number of questions, but it's quick. And it'll give you what you are good at, which will ultimately help you figure out what kind of person you are so that you're not just, um, you know, taking all kinds of information. You're going a a thousand different directions. I mean, I do have a friend that's like that, you know, what Andy Frisella calls the success zombie. You just you just in you're just putting in all kinds of info in your brain, but you're not doing anything with it, you know. So you don't want to get to that point where you're just taking in information, but you ain't doing nothing with it because ultimately you want to do something with the info that you get. So sift through the dirt, get the gold. Always be willing to learn something new, man. And don't be a know-it-all because it's not about being right. It's about creating success. Success is not being right. It's just creating something that works, you know, and and, and constantly tweaking it. Uh, the best example of this I have is Google. Like when Google first came out, they were, I was in college, dude. I remember getting a college term paper and my teacher saying, okay, you're going to need to search Google, google.com. And she literally printed the homepage, which is, <laughs> which is like today, it says Google and it had the search bar. And I'm like, what the fuck is Google, man? What, what is that? That's how new it was. It was that new. Like nobody even knew what it was. She had to print out a homepage just so we knew where we were at the right page. But Google has evolved from what they are now. Okay, they they they've evolved from the beginning of just being a search engine to now they're they're uh, they got rid of MapQuest. I mean, they completely obliterated them with maps. Um, and they got Google Phone, Google you know, uh, Google Pixel is their phone, and then they got the Google Chromebook. I mean, dude, they got everything right. So be willing to evolve. You have to be willing to evolve as a person and and understand that I have this philosophy, especially as a parent. Man, I don't know nothing, dude. So I'm constantly learning everything. <laughs> Bro, you get to a point where in your life, you, you it's almost like you go from a teenager, like you think you fucking know everything, but you don't learn anything. And then you get to a point where you experience a lot of shit, and then you're like, damn, I don't know nothing. <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But that's how I want you to be as an entrepreneur. Get to a point where you don't know nothing. You're just trying to learn everything, dude. Like you, you, You're an expert in your field, but you don't know nothing. You're just trying to learn everything. Last but not least, be painfully accountable. Yes, painful. Painfully accountable. Painful. The reason why I say painful, this is going to be hard, man. You can't give yourself any outs. Zero excuses. You can't. No outs. This, people love to give themselves outs. They love to give themselves a way to get out of something. A way to say it's not my fault. And you see a lot of this with people all blaming Trump for every single freaking thing that he does. I really personally... You want to know how deep I am like like just with the whole Trump situation dude I I don't he's been in office I want to say a few years now right yeah dude I I I have not even been engaged with what he's been doing online that's how disconnected I am with the news and tv like I don't care man I used to care Obama and Bush I used to care so much because they're in charge of the jobs and 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 my finances and, and dude I don't give a fuck dude 
Like now I've gotten to the point where it's not about them. It's about me. Like, what am I doing? I've completely shut them out. And now it's time for what am I doing to fix my situation? And how do I benefit from whatever's going on and whatever bill they, they pass? Like, how do I benefit from that? And then how do I show others how to benefit from that? That's all I care about at this point. So I've gone from constantly blaming others to now, I don't, I don't care, man. I give myself zero excuses. Like, my bedtime is 9 o'clock. I get up at 4 a.m. So on my Instagram feed um, yesterday, I posted that, yo, like the day before, I, I practiced Wednesday, my son, and I was talking to this dude, and time got away from me. I didn't get to bed till like 10.30, right? And I was telling people like, yo, this is my pattern. Like I've been doing this pattern for a few days now and now it's 1030. Like this is bad. This is setting me up, but I still need to get up at four. So that's what I did today, man. I got up at 4 a.m. I was tired as hell, but I needed, I need to break the cycle and that's go to bed at nine. And that's what's going to lead me into what I'm going to say next is you got to identify your patterns. If you're doing things that aren't gay, aren't getting you towards your goals, get rid of those things, man. For real, like stop them. Going out Friday night is is nowhere near towards getting you closer to your goal. It's not. Don't try to, you know, think that I'm going to meet a client there. and Stop. Just stop. Stop. Okay? It's just going to lead you down the path of wanting to spend money and, and go crazy like you did before. Like, understand that if it's not geared towards helping you achieve your goals, get rid of it. It's not going to help you ever. It's going to be a distraction. It's going to be something that's going to um, disrupt your pattern. And for me... Getting to bed late was disrupting my pattern. As simple as it may sound, it was disrupting my pattern. I wasn't getting enough sleep. And so I got up on time today. The other day, um, I got up I got up on time yesterday. And then the day before that, though, I got up late. Like, it was almost five. And I was mad at myself because the pattern I was creating, I was my sleep, I was compensating now. I'm going to bed late, now I'm compensating for going to bed late. And so most people would think, man, but you get up early already, dog. You already beasting. And that leads me into the last point. Don't allow loser friends to tell you how to be. Don't allow loser friends to tell you to to be normal. Fuck that. I'm not working to be normal. I'm working to be great. Somebody great would tell me, you should get your ass up on time and go to bed on time. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you fucking around. Somebody that's average is going to tell you, man, but you get it. You already, dog, you need to get your sleep. You need to get your sleep. You got kids, yo. Doesn't he understand? Fuck all that, man. Get around great people. Get around people that are going to push you and have a zero excuses mentality. Because when you have that mentality, when you have the mentality that I'm going to be the best no matter what, and I need to do whatever it takes no matter what, you cut out a lot of shit. You start getting down to the bare bones of what are you doing and, and what what is creating your success? If there is no success, you're doing something wrong. That's the painful accountability. That's that spotlight you got to turn back on yourself. And that's the part where people hide because they say, yo, man, it's, that's not, it's, it's not my fault. And you got to get out of that. You got to get out of the, it's, you know a saying that I always say now? It happens to me because of me. It happens to me because of me. If it was meant to be, it's up to me. If it was meant to be, it's up to me. Period. End of story. Painful accountability, man. Zero excuses. I ain't got time for anything else outside of that. Now, your loser friends are going to say some shit like, well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's in God's plan. Look, I'm a God-fearing man, but I'm going to do everything humanly possible. And then when I can't do it, yo, yo, God, take the wheel, man. Jesus, take the wheel, man. For real. Like, even though he's in control of the wheel, I'm going to do everything I fucking can to do whatever it takes to make this happen. Because I want to know that I, I laid it all out humanly possible, right? Whereas most people will do a little bit, 
they'll go halfway or they'll do just a little bit of work and they want Jesus to take the whole damn wheel. And then they get mad when it doesn't work. Oh, if it was meant to be, it's meant to be. If it wasn't God's plan, maybe it wasn't God's plan, but you didn't work your ass hard enough. Right. You ever think of that? Maybe you did have opportunities that he presented to you, but you got mad and you didn't take them because they weren't looking the way that you wanted them to look. See, there's a lot of things that people don't turn around into onto themselves and, and be accountable for. And that is where the painful accountability comes in. You got to be painfully honest with yourself, man. Painfully to the point where it hurts. It's got to hurt you to the point where you saying, nah, I ain't gonna let that shit happen again. So again, today, you got to learn to take the heat. All those things we talked about is about learning to take the heat, the pressure, the things that other people don't want to do, the things that unsuccessful people are always willing to run away from so that they can be comfortable. They ain't going to take no heat, man. They want to be where it's nice and cool. They want to be where it's comfortable. But what they often don't learn is that their comfort is really killing them. You get yourself uncomfortable for a while, you're going to feel comfortable when the heat and the pressure is on because that's where you thrive. That's all you know. That's how you learn. Take the heat. Stop looking to be liked. Okay, be open and taking constructive criticism and be painfully accountable for everything that you do. And once you do all that, you are already applying your own heat. You feel what I'm saying? It's your boy, Fred Blumenberg. I'm here every single Friday with The Real Deal Unchained. Definitely check me out online, anywhere on any social media, at The Real Fred Lee. And make sure you go to my website, therealfredlee.com. I got my summer sale going on to the end of this month, August 30th, up to 50% off most products. Guys, please check it out. I love all of you guys. Be blessed. I will see you on the